Brooklyn Nine-Nine has been renewed for one more year. Yes! He's down. Uh, it's a tough one. Hold on, hold on. Beckham just scored a touchdown. There is Beckham! There is! Yeah, that's a touchdown. Anyways, boys, welcome. Uh, wow, wow, what a show we have. What a show we have for you guys today. There is Beckham! We gotta, we gotta go through a lot of things today. What are we going through? Uh, everything. Let's go through. Alright. Let's hit it up with... Let's start it up. Let's start it up. Let's start with the matchup of the week. Let's go. Since, uh... So it's open to Duke? Yeah. He's here. Duke just, Duke just parked, so uh, you're on duty. Matchup of the week. Matchup of the week. Okay, my matchup of the week this week. You going first? Okay, you going first. Uh, you know what? The you obvious go first. match of the week. You have the obvious one. So oh, the one. That's the best one. matchup of the week. Okay, you That's... go. You go for the non-obvious one. I'll hit the obvious one, right. and then I have plenty to say about that matchup. My obvious, non-obvious matchup of the week was Duke versus Rari. Uh This one kind of came down to Monday night. Rust needed the MVP type game, twenty-seven points to win it. Not out of the realm of possibility for it to happen. Yeah. Tough defense. Monday night football. He only gave up 15. Duke lost by 12. Um, <coughs> so this was once thought to be like a uh, finals preview. Duke Shirari. Early in week 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, we were like, Shirari had the best team. Duke's got the running backs. Mahomes is Lamar. Saquon and McCaffrey. Holy crap. Now both teams are really fighting for the three and the four spot, it seems. Because uh, I don't think Dad has given up the one spot anytime soon. And I don't think, I think Nemo seems good enough to hold, the, hold the, the bye. So I just saw a very interesting matchup that the two top teams that were early in the season are now playing each other. And both put up good weeks. I was going to And I was gonna Ferrari go, took, the, took the win. Who I needs Mahomes? Go, who needs Mahomes? Two and one without Mahomes. Who needs I was Mahomes? Gonna go, I was going to go Al Seven Ez as my secondary. Ooh. Because Al's have manhandled Ez without a quarterback. Yeah, I, I, I could. It's in my one of my categories here. Right, Al's have one, but like, yeah, but I, my it's, matchup it's of the a week. Small potatoes matchup. Al's have winning. Like it doesn't really matter if anything. Right. No, you know. My matchup of the week was uh, the obvious one: Moshal versus Mokesh. But I wanted to say very little trash talk from Duke and Shirai this week in their <coughs> matchup. You know, I figured we got a lot of fireworks. No, no, no. And they're not. They're, just, they're, they're, they're not. No, they're not trash aggressive. They're not trash talk type of type of type of competition. They're not like that. Duke and Shirari rivalry are one of them says something and the other has to combat them. Has to. Has Speaking to. Of the devil, here he is. Duke. Speaking of the devil, uh, as we in. were mentioning the Hi. rivalry Where's of your Duke mustache? Shirari. Sorry, guys. Where's your mustache? Duke showed up without a mustache. Oh, yeah. Sorry. What's and What's Duke showed up without a mustache and Natalie made a face like it was her fault. Yeah. It is her fault. It is 100% her fault. She can spread out the game <laughs> onto other people. It's always inspiration, I'll tell you. And I cracked. You wish I would change my beard. Yes, exactly. Inspiration. Yeah. We were just talking about Duke's rivalry with Shirari. She didn't have her friend's wedding. 
I was not taking oh, it. Okay, so you know what? She uses the tools that she has to win the She wedding. did, she did. So she wins. She got lucky. She staged the whole wedding. Just By the way, that was a genius plan. See, Beckham was down. I knew it. Beckham was down. And Baker didn't get in. Oh, now he's in. Touchdown, Baker, rushing. Okay, so we were just mentioning the Duke Shirari. Beckham got 50 yard touchdown. They called him down at the one. Okay. Duke, so we were just going through the Duke Shirari rivalry and yeah. why. Again? Have a seat. Have a seat. Just no, no. You were well, because you were playing Shirari this week. You were Shirari match of the week. But. I said there was very little trash talk in game between you and Shirari. Like, I figured there'd be like fireworks. No, no. There'd be fireworks. What I said you was. They're pulling each other, but no. What I said was that you guys are not a trash talking rivalry. You guys are a arguing rivalry. Yes. Which is fair. Okay. Go on. You ask match of the week. Oof. The real match of the week. The real match of the week. Moshal versus Mokas. Oh. Okay. You want a shot? Shots, Paka. I took one. Shots, Paka. I'm ready to I roll. I took one. Let's go. All right. Uh, anybody else want shots? Go to your closet, take a shot, because we're all doing shots right now. All right. Anyways, my match of the week. Mokas versus Moshal. Aha Toro. Straight from Mexico. Sounds awesome. The matchup it's started... Good. It's not good. It kills you. It's cheap It's a tequila. tequila. It's a tequila. The matchup started right off the bat with uh, Mokas on. texting me in the morning. Oh, I got one for you. I'm up 4 nothing on yours. Even though it's bad because I what do you have negative. Oh, no, 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 another one for yours. Yours has to go no, shopping. It's for me. Oh, okay. Wow. I can only do one. Cause, uh, actually, I'm not driving. Hey, hold on. Chaim. 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 You want a shot, Natalie? Shot? Rose, you want a shot? Give her some wine. Give her some wine. It's the shots. So, podcast. hello. We no, gotta go through this. We gotta go through this. <laughs> All right. So that's three shots, guys. Mokas texts me in the morning, and he goes, "McCoy's out. Bad. I need two." Disgusting. <laughs> it's like cheap tequila. It's so bad. Goes, in customs. I, I need to go through. I need to go through the emergency rule. Ooh. McCoy's out. Yes. So he tells me, "Pick up McKissick for me." What a big freaking hassle this was. All right. Week. Let me. I don't let like me. Tequila in general, let so. me start with this, guys. I'm gonna read you. I'm going to read you the original rule as written by Dagmi. I'm letting you know, guys, Yoss has like four papers here with like a lot of words Holy written on it. And he's going to read all this to you. Fast forward to minute 12 if you want to get past this. Oh, my Lord. Go. This is back and forth. Holy Okay. Original. never did this my homework in life. Original rule written by Dag. If any player on your roster is announced out on game day and you would like to make an emergency pickup, I will manually process the move for you. However, that player must be inserted into your lineup and started. The guy you dropped will be available to anyone in the regular Feb bidding on Tuesday night. This rule will not apply for a defense pickup, even if a defensive player is announced out and you want to change defenses. This player that is picked up cannot be traded to any other team on that game day. He needs to be started on the picked up team only. The player picked up also must replace the same position as the player announced out. Mm-hmm. If a wide receiver is announced out, you cannot pick up a running back or a quarterback as a replacement, even if this is your flex on a Sunday day. This is known as the Q rule. Got it. Okay. Q. Q. <sighs> All right. <clears throat> Dag's rule worded. The way Dag worded the rule is if a player is questionable. Now I found loopholes. We only get him once in a while. That I try to that I try to block out. If a player is questionable all week, then he's out on Sunday. As per Dag's rule, he's eligible under the Q and emergency rule. Correct, because it's a Q rule. Right. New rule, as it was written on the website, it says explicitly to be clear. That you cannot do this. If a player is questionable all week, he will not be eligible. 
Correct. Because it's not a surprise. We want to make it a surprise rule, I figure. Right. So, that's why I bought Exhibit A, which was, to be clear, this is for emergency situations only. Me and Mocas will review each emergency claim on a case-by-case basis. So, McCoy would have fell right into the emergency because he was a last-minute out. By the way, maybe the only time I ever invoked this rule of a surprise and active, not many other oh, surprises oh, oh, like oh, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Load management. Oh, so they want to go, oh, we're going to load management him. Stafford, no Stafford, I probably would have had a conversation with MoCast whether he was emergency. I would, oh, he was questionable. He was questionable only Saturday. Ah, uh, okay. So I had no idea. I didn't either. I didn't know. I, when I saw it, someone else had just gone differently. Like, so I think I would have made a conversation out of that, but eventually I would have ruled it a no. Anyways. But Charles will come to you, so it doesn't matter. Nowhere in Dag's... Charles didn't come to me. It didn't matter. Right. Nowhere in Dag's ruling... until Sunday after the game started. Yeah. Correct. Nowhere in Dag's original wording is it mentioned that a bench player must be the guy inserted into the lineup. Nowhere is that mentioned. Meaning... meaning say it again. Meaning Me- if you have a bench player meaning available... Meaning if you have a bench player available... Uh, it doesn't okay. say that. It doesn't say you have to Got put it. your bench player... It doesn't ready. say that, ready, nor is it implied. So neither does your rule. Right. Basically. Now, the new rule... Doesn't say it because why would I think that? Right. All right. You're going up. You're we just, didn't you're clarify this in the rule because it doesn't rule. make sense. We didn't clarify well, that because it doesn't make sense. It would One, make sense if the player was a good player. No, it doesn't matter if the player is a good player or not. Why not? Let's say let's say his backup was a guy who normally gets eight to ten points. If it's up to you, if you want to start him, start him. If you You're don't, saying the emergency rule would allow a player to get another player if his bench guy in the same position could get a whatever you want. Yes. Why not? Because he's probably hurting himself. Because you, yeah, yeah. Right. A, he's probably. hurting himself, and probably. B, you say I don't want to start. Let's say Manny Sanders. I don't want to start Manny Sanders because he has a terrible matchup. Uh-huh. He's playing New England defense, and they're going to shut him down. And Got had it. this guy been out already, I I'd rather pick up. Right. I'd, rather, I'd rather pick up Cole Beasley so he can get you know twelve so points. The only thing that matters is the fact that the player is uh, surprised Surprise. out, and that's it. Surprise out. So now, where where here's my my explanation as to why a bench player does not have to be inserted into a player's lineup. The questionable rule came up. The questionable and emergency rule came up because... Both. Sorry, both? I have, wow. I have, I have you knew that? You knew that? Well, yeah. The yeah, rule in Washington? Yeah. Crazy. In the same season... Nobody and I wasted all my time. In the same season that we went to daily waivers, the NFL dropped the probable and doubtful tags yeah. and right. just went with questionable, out, or starting. So... I feel like doubtful is still Now, though. had... I think it's only probable. You can infer a doubtful. You infer a doubtful, right? right. I think D shows no, up though, no? No, it, D, Yahoo will show D, but it's not an official uh, tag. Okay. So now, if McCoy was announced out prior to daily waivers, MoCast would have the freedom to pick up whoever he wanted. Right. He could have made a move. He could have made a move. Yeah. And he wouldn't have to start his bench guy because he's obviously right. not starting a guy that's a handcuff. Right. Who he picked up for a team name. Correct. Or, if it happened literally the day before, he still he would be able to make a waiver claim. He would have dropped him 100%. Okay. Second is my handcuff case. If I make the rule that you have to start a bench guy, your bench guy, the eligible player that's active, but he's still going to get you zero points. If I make that rule, I'm eliminating one of the, 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 the prime strategies... To fantasy football, which I will not do. Meaning, I saw Duke's team. Duke had 
Bipocalypse last week. He had four guys on by, but he had Alexander Madison because he's using the handcuff of Dalvin Cook, even though he doesn't have Dalvin Cook, which is fine. He's taking Alexander Madison. Now, if Duke had a surprise out, am I going to force him to start Alexander Madison when he has four guys on by and then a guy that's guaranteed to get three points? Absolutely not. It makes right. no sense. I'd probably only want to start him if I knew it was a blowout game where you get extra time. And he only owns Alexander Madison for one reason and one reason only. If Dalvin Cook goes down, Correct. Alexander Madison could be a league winner. So, so, my opinion on this is the handcuff rule... I don't care about it. I understand your logic. Yes. But to me, it's your own it's, fault it's for wasting a roster spot on a handcuff because you want that upside. Fine. So but if you had you to be forced to, to start him, fine. But I'm not I just, I, I'm I not eliminating. Agree, right. I still agree with your original the premise. Logic, the overall I don't agree logic with the handcuff is, logic, but I agree with the overall logic of you could you could have made a move beforehand. Right. And now you can't make it. The overall move. logic for me is uh, the Sunday day. One second, one second. Let me, let me, Where's let me finish. the food? My head is spinning. Let me finish. Okay. I'm spinning. What are you up to? Three shots of this cheap, cheap tequila. Okay, let me finish, Horrendous. and then and then we could discuss. I made the ruling about McKissick and said, if anyone, if anyone can provide me any proof, if anyone can provide me any proof about bench having to be inserted, I will reverse the ruling. There's no proof. No one came up with there, anything. There is none. There is none. On September 25th, me and Mokas, and with the help of one of the only guys in the group that went through any type of, uh, of, of law schooling who took the LSATs was Stanley Cohen. I think you took one also, no? I think a fun one. Like oh, okay. Anyway, so Stan is our resident lawyer in the group since he took the LSATs. Yeah! Ooh, he helped me word the rule. Missed. Field goal. He helped me word the rule, right? Wait, do I have anybody? On September 25th, I it was Pittsburgh. We, I sent, in one league. we sent I the revision to the rule. We didn't change anything. We just sent a revision to eliminate possible loopholes right. that would be able to be used. Which can be so more, more things can be revised. We wanted to be as clear as, as possible. possible. Without, like, we wanted to eliminate the possibility of the excuse. I know what I meant could right. be used. Agreed. That's what that's what the purpose was. But still, now I think we should add in the off season. The bench thing. Correct. Bench does not have to be Correct. substituted. It's okay for a bench. You can have, have the best bench in the world. You could have a McCaffrey on your bench. Correct. Matter. We'll hit that matter. up in the, the idea season. is if you lose an emergency guy out of nowhere on a Sunday, you should be able to pick up another guy. Now, that being said, on September 25th, I sent to everybody, I said, we revised this rule. Please review it. Nobody contacted me back saying they didn't like it or they had a problem with it, so I assumed it was fine. Now... I just want you guys to know that we'll hopefully be going through the entire rule book, the entire constitution, to try and clarify every rule that we can to eliminate any loopholes. So I would never have to be able to use the I know what we meant or we know what it meant, right? If a rule is going to be changed, I'd have to obviously do so on the off season or get a unanimous in-season vote for that to happen. Cool. Also, I, like I, like I, that. I would suggest that if anybody has any strong opinions... About anything in the Constitution, bring it up. That was my next point. Okay, good. Now, I appreciate everyone's involvement in trying to clarify either side of the ruling. I am Kamish. I have the final say. Not Mokas, not Dag, not Moshal, not even a handful of guys, quote-unquote, who understood one way. Everything is... I'm I'm the one who's going to have the final say. If you have an argument to present, bring it up to me. Don't... It's really... It's really... Listen... I understand that that people get upset and they want to, you know, hash things out. But 
PM me. I think I think Duke said it and Sharari said it. I think it's a lot easier for everybody and make things a lot clearer if you PM'd me your problem, private message me, say, hey, what's up? This is what I, I have agree. a problem with. 100% I agree. And it if, be public forum. And if it's... Right, it's not a public forum. Uh, that, that solves nothing. It solves nothing. Now, uh, if, if I feel I have to bring in a certain party, I will bring in the other party to try to explain yourselves. Right? Now... That being said, I implore all of you to take a look at the Constitution, read some of the stuff, and I'm sure there's loopholes to be found all over the Constitution. Shoot me a text saying, hey, on the off-season, let's work on this rule because I think this and this can happen. Or we want to make everything as clear as possible. optimize everything. Yes. With that said, allow me to explain now why the ALSAV rule, ALSAV's situation doesn't qualify for the ruling, right? Al-Sahab, you chose to spend all your fab early, right? Second, if you needed a quarterback, if I needed a quarterback, I would have been a hawk on the waiver wire Saturday night. 100%. I already told you, Aussie, that I fab Brian Hoyer. I think I beat out Al-Sahab, $1 to $0. Had I not had Hoyer already on my team... We have to put this on pause. Had I not had Hoyer on my team, I'd have Griscoll already from Saturday night, just in case. We have a call from the hotline. What's happening here? We have a call. Rosie's calling in. We do. We do. Wow. By the way, this is Natalie, by the way. This is Natalie's Natalie. here. Natalie's, Natalie's here. Natalie's here. Duke's girlfriend. On Rosie's phone. And there's a lot of echo. Where's the There's echo. We're hanging up. The Constitution is written on our website. We're a website. You want to go outside and meet Odie? Do you not know this, Rosie? Mazatleague.com. Look it up right now. Mazatleague.com. Brought to you we by... We have passwords now. She's a lawyer, no? She's a lawyer. Not yet. You can write all our Constitution. You can write all over us. Sure. Oh, my God. Wow. Uh, she could break down the, the loophole. She could be like the loophole person. Wow. Sick. Dude, you want to meet Odie outside? Huh? Odie. Oh. Yeah. Okay. You chose to spend no, your no, fab house have now. Welcome to the Mazda League, the best fantasy football league on the planet. On the planet, baby! So, to clarify, another thing. The emergency rule doesn't apply to a player. It applies to the player's owner. So, Alsev had zero claim to, dis- to, to Drixel, Driscoll. Only Charles, who moronically didn't even text me, has a claim to Driscoll because it was his player that got announced out, not Alsev's. It's the team that has it. Oh, she saw the. Okay, so that's the end of the rule clarification, huh? Okay, now. Yes. Would you rather that or the mustache? I'd rather that. That's the truth. I'd rather that. Yeah, I'd rather that. I, I, I would jump him if I saw him. There. You it's wouldn't like want to. Like it's like a western. Like you wouldn't want to shove your tongue down his throat with that thing. Well, I, I would. The Confederate, Confederate. General, Confederate general picture. <laughs> Confederate general, exactly. Duke, All right. Duke, uh, yours. Move on to it's why this matchup was your matchup of the week. Okay, no. my matchup and the matchup of the week was. This will be discussed later. Because. <laughs> The the contested player JD McKissick was in play the entire weekend 
which made the matchup so tight. Now, people were texting me on the side saying, oh my God, I, I bet you wish that the matchup goes over two and a half points. It uh, goes over eight and a half points, which would mean that McKissick would be irrelevant to the, to the ad. Hey, he wasn't irrelevant because we clarified a big rule in the rule. I feel like Yossi was pumped for the other, the other but way. But I wanted it to be within eight and a half just because I was ready for the controversy. But as a commission, that's not what I should have wanted. But anyways, uh, it came down to Monday Night Football. It, as a defense, you, you, you wanted... What was that? Price? The only hope you had... The only hope you had with, for, uh, for Moshel was a pick six. And that's exactly what he got. And he beat Moshe, Mokas on uh, on Monday Night Football. And that's what happened. And that was crazy. Did they bring any sauces? Oh, I did. Okay, great. All right, fine. Uh, Mazat Podcast today is brought to you by... Substational. Wait, time out, time out, time out. Yeah, I wasn't really following the matchup. You're telling me that Moshe needed a pick six to win and he got it? Yeah. Got it. That's freaking crazy. You know what's crazy? I was going to... You weren't following the matchup? No. I know you're not going to believe me. F6, like, F6. It was F6. But right was it F6 or pick six? It was F6. Oh, fumble. Right before oh, was, uh, I was going to say that. Yeah, fumble six. Watch how he gets... Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, it was an insane matchup. It was an insane matchup. And if that was done, Moshe had nobody left. Mokas had nobody. Mokas was done. Mokas was done. Uh, Moshel. No, Mokas had somebody. Who did he have? Uh, he had somebody, but I forgot who. Anyways, but that was that, and that's why it was my matchup of the week. <sighs> Woo, what a matchup! It was. Let's a move great, on. It actually was a great matchup. Also, that game, Seattle versus San Francisco, was one of was the greatest. An amazing game. I. I haven't seen that was overtime that good. Five possessions. That's crazy. It was crazy. It was the next segment. The interception was insane. The missed kick was like the wrong way. He kicked it backwards. Oh, the next segment. Oh, he was. He was. Did you, you, you follow the guy I told you to follow, Bob Menery? Oh yeah. He was the shitbag titty fuck of the week. <laughs> he had like four field goals before yeah, that. Poor guy. And he had like a to tie it to take it to overtime. Yeah. Anyways. Um, Snooze? Stan is going to go for the snooze matchup of the week while I go wash my hands. My snooze of the matchup of the week was, was me versus yours in a completely disgusting matchup. Disgusting. The final score was 103-86. to 86. This is my third week in a row scoring the least points in the league. Uh, no one did anything in this matchup. Um, and really, the, the only drama that we had was Monday night and he did 41 points and then two of the guys got injured in like the third quarter. Well, Ma- Emmanuel got injured in the first early, quarter. Early. Brady got injured in the third quarter and after yeah. that it was like, okay, there's no more drama anymore. Nothing really happened. Like, even overtime thing. didn't matter. It was, it was just a disgusting matchup. Normally, I and really have... also, it was never in doubt. You also knew he was going to win. He's locked of the week for a reason. Oh, okay, okay. Okay, oh, okay, Yes, 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 yes. We can't talk about this because I have it in my notes. He's going to win. I have it in my notes. He won the matchup. You know, Here's my notes. Whatever I, you I had a very little say, chance, and the bleak, the bleak chance I had was already snuffed out with injuries on Monday night. Okay, let me tell you guys. Game. Let me tell you guys something. All right, in in sports, there's what's called a favorite and an upset, you were or an underdog. You were the favorite. I was a clear favorite, which is why I would put my matchup in upset of the week. Correct. Because I believe I am the favorite. No, but you were the favorite even going into Monday night. Yes, correct. Oh, going into Monday night. That's not Duke. Oh, one second. If, now, the fact that I made it my upset of the week was that I know that I am the favorite to win the match. Correct. Given the matchups and implications of my bye week guys, 
I thought that there was a chance out of all the other matchups for an upset to happen here. It doesn't necessarily mean I think Stan is winning. Yeah, that's fine. I don't care about so now matchup. going into going into Monday Night Football. Stan had three guys, which for the better part of the last few weeks have dominated touchdowns and goal lines for their teams. Confirmed or unconfirmed? Unconfirmed. Unconfirmed. But Manny Sanders. You can't say. Put it in the chat. Put it in the chat. Only one week out of the last four when when my guys have coverage spread. Okay. Now. I, yeah, now you you won. I probably would have won even if your guy stayed healthy because of the way the game flow was going. Yes, I agree. I agree. You okay. asked in the league, any what does everybody think about my matchup with yours? I need forty one points. Yes. It's not duking if I say W for you because right there I thought in my head I was like, yeah, if any if Breda, Manny Sanders, or Chris Carson get a touchdown. You're ahead in in the projections, False. technically. False. You're projected to win by 10. A touchdown would have still been you projected right. to okay, win by so 4. Okay, so an early, an early touchdown by one of those guys All would right. have... Then you can say, fine. I'm losing. But that's how I saw... I saw as... Before as the matchup, you were 100% fine. the favorite. And as a betting guy, as a betting guy, I saw that this matchup would be a high-scoring matchup. Listen, I, there's I, a I difference was, between saying, I, you know, I think I have a chance of losing... And, and saying it's a win for you. Friend, you claimed for winning for him before he, before he even started. Wow, they really downgraded yes, their because fries. I, I, what is this going on? Oh wow. They gave you the McDonald's fries. I wouldn't eat that one. Too late. He had shots. This is a bad okay. fries. So, I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. I'm not. Duking, it might be a slight case of duking, but not a full flight. It's, it's it's I could have won. You could have won. won. There's none of it, but that's not the point of duking. Duking is giving up as if it's a, He's dead. I didn't, uh, give, up. The he didn't give up. He didn't give up. I didn't give up. I said okay. W for you. Your words no. gave up. By saying W for you, you're saying you, he won. You're that, saying he won. No, I didn't say this? he won. Can I use this? Uh, yeah, use it. Go ahead. I have, I have extra sauce. What does W for you mean? Meaning, I thought... I Right, because in my head, I thought it was going to be a very high-scoring matchup. And... It's not where I would have said, yes, you're down 45 and your guys are going to go ape. I was looking at it as a matchup of the actual game where I thought the game would be a lot more high scoring than it was in that first half. Happens to be I got very lucky that Manny Sanders went down early and Breda went down a little later. And it was one of the rare games of the season that Carson really did nothing. I'm okay with... 18 points, Carson. Agreeing to disagree. Yeah. Was that uh, late? I'll also agree. I'll also agree to disagree about agreeing. What the hell is happening here? Exactly. I'm just saying I'm not agreeing with him. Yes, I disagree him? with you agreeing. Do you want them? I'm okay with that. We can agree, we can disagree. But uh, yeah, I don't agree with you. Okay. I think it was good. So that was my that was my uh, that was Stan's snooze matchup of the week. My snooze matchup of the week was. Dagny versus Charles. Um, I know I said last week that when you flirt with history, you are in the matchup of the week. Dag is, going to, Dag is going to be flirting with history weekly going forward. <laughs> so anyone that he plays will be a snooze fest since he'll crush anybody. Happens to be he played one of the biggest schmucks in, in the season. Yeah. Yeah. Who luckily wasn't a close matchup. Who come on, man, start a freaking quarterback. Okay? quarterback. I understand you were busy, and I understand all that, but come on, man, just look at your lineup once on a Sunday. 
How's four now? Once. Once before one o'clock. Look at your damn lineup. That's all I gotta say. All right. Snooze. That goes back a hundred billion points. The other snooze match of the week, obviously, Stan had it, but it was. Uh, oh, it was nasty. Yeah. Oh, so nasty. Oh, hello. <laughs> Bust of the week. Bust of the week. Oh. As okay. the fantasy footballers put it. I know you probably have David Johnson, but say that one for me, because I want to say it. Okay. Uh, my, I, I bet that one already. I bet that one already. Yeah. Thank you. My snooze matchup of the week, as the fantasy footballers put it on, on my bench. Bust of the week. I'm sorry. Bust of the week. Yes. As the fantasy footballers put it on Monday, Saquon Yardley. Thank you. It's a great one, by the way. Saquon Yardley. Is, but you know, I, you know, I don't blame him. Guy, guy was injured, but thirteen right. carries for one yard. Apparently Come on, he got man! A, apparently, got an X-ray effort. Come on, man! Whatever that means. I think it's clear that he's not healthy. Clear. I don't know why they're even playing him. They should not be rushing him back. Not you. It's BS because it cost me Wayne Goldman. Breaking news: The Blazers are signing Melo. What? Although, Get out of here! Stop it! Who, really? Who, who? I'm a Blazers fan. Go Blazers! Blazers! Sorry, Mello. And Neb Cantor. Right? Wow! Blazers! Do they? Have, no, this Boston. Oh, uh, they got. This. I think Boston oh yeah, Boston. Has, yeah. Blazers are Mello. This is crazy. I don't follow NBA when Knicks suck. It's not true though. All right, go ahead, Stan. Hold on, you baby. So wait, my, an honorable mention. Jeff Stafford in there. Honorable mention uh, for bust of the week. I have two bust of the week. One conventional, one unconventional. My my other bust of the week is Charles. Just Charles. Just Charles. Just Charles. For an idiot for starring Stafford. He okay. is a bust. Not even... Stafford's not the bust. Charles is the bust. Okay, my first bust of the week... Right yes, go ahead. One ...is David Johnson. Okay? Just putting aside the fact that he scored negative 0.5 points. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> putting aside that fact. Okay? I want to show you guys a video. Okay? Of David Johnson running the ball. Is this Al Sav's, Have you seen... Uh, have you ever seen a preseason game? Probably, yes. You've seen a preseason... Yes. They run hard. They don't yes. run hard. They're oh. trying. Have you ever seen a run play in the Pro Bowl? Yes. How, how hard do they run? Not run, not hard at all, let's, and nobody defends. Let's let's take a look at this run from David Johnson. I'll show you guys both. Hold on, let me start it over. This is a Pro Bowl... This right here is a Pro Bowl run right here. You ready for this? Get ready. Watch this. Oh, he's, like, oh my God. he's not even running. He's just walking with the ball in his hand and getting crushed by people. <laughs> in his defense, bust of the week, in, right here. In his defense, bust of the week. In his defense, he played oh the best rushing. Okay, try a little bit. Maybe try defensive rushing team on the planet. That play, did he try? He no, wasn't trying. No, he wasn't. He was, <laughs> that was really okay. Ugly. One but more, one more bust of the week. It's actually also, two players. Also, in addition to the DJ thing, I think you gotta call the bust the coach. He's lying to us. Bullshit. The guy is definitely still injured. Okay. And if he's not injured, just last week, whatever. hold him off. Last week, uh, let me go to the, the, the DJ Moore on Duke's team had 11 targets, nine catches, 120 yards. Yes. Okay. Correct. Curtis Samuel on Moshe's team on his bench, eight targets, four catches, 35 yards, touchdown, 11 and a half points. Mm-hmm. Both of those players qualify as my bust of the week. Wow. I'm going to show you why right now. Here, I have a video. Back to the videotape. Back to the videotape. Okay. Uh, I this game, by the way. This is the McCaffrey play at the one-yard line. Getting stuffed at the one-yard line. Yeah. Okay? Here's McCaffrey. 
possibly getting in? What do you think? You getting you got in? I thought he I didn't in. Get in. I, I thought, thought he, he got in, in, but we can't tell. Right? I we can't he tell. was in. So, so I, okay, we, 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 we rewind over here. Here's Jairus Wright. He can't see shit. Look how excited he is. We scored. Look at DJ Moore and Curtis Samuel. Fuck, we lost. <laughs> look how sad they are. Maybe sell a touchdown. Yeah, by the Maybe way. get a better spot. They, look, oh, fuck. What is a shitty play? That's a sell. That's look a at these guys. Look at these guys. No, uh, Muhammad's coming off now. The game's over. We lost. Jarrett Wright's pumped. We scored a touchdown. I can't see anything. He's selling it. These guys. Always sell. Bust of the week. This is your team. Bust of the week right here. This Curtis Samuel, team. DJ you Moore. Guys, you gotta show it. Guys, it, it's been, it's been five years. It's been five years and, and fucking Duke is still pushing that he was in. I wasn't. I will always be in. <laughs> sell it, guys. Oh, you guys gotta man. sell it. If you don't sell it, you're not trying. Obvious uh, bust of the week to Stafford for being started. I know we usually don't give injury guys, but this is a different category of being a schmuck. I think it's Charles, though. Yeah, so I counted him as a bust of the week. All oh, right, so he's the schmuck of the week. He is schmuck of the week, for yeah. sure. Let's Not that it matters because he's playing diagonal. Let's be honest, he was losing by 200. What do you have? Bench of the week. Oh, yeah, I have the first guy here. You want to take it? Danny Dimes? Take it. Danny Dimes, 30 points. Didn't matter in the end of in the end of end result, but Dimes versus the Jets. It was Jets. Yes. It's a cake matchup. What are we doing here? We know he could have points when they're getting cake matchups. For some reason, for some reason, he thought Ryan Tannehill was a better start. I mean, Tannehill, seventeen points. Okay, I mean it's not terrible. It's whatever. It's solid. But, now my second. But, but look at Daniel Jones. Oh, look at Daniel Jones. Thirty-four points versus Tampa. 28 points with Detroit. 30 points with Je- versus Jets. Yeah, These are good matchups that he takes advantage of. I, I don't know. Whatever. Fake ass Giants. Didn't cost him anything, but like, whatever. My second one was Moshal. It's not really, I'm not really going to count it as a bench of the week, but did you bench Galladay after you realized Stafford was out? Was he in your lineup? Hit me up in the chat. I want to know. I'm curious because I have Galladay as a bust of the week, but as a, as a bench of the week, only because he's been a wide receiver one for the last month or so. So basically, Mojo team bench of the week. Right? Did you? And still won. And he still won. Did you? Uh, did you bench Galladay after the Stafford benching? Let me know. Why did Mojo win? Because he has the start of the week. Start of the week. He has the start of the week on his team. Wow! Start of the week. Who's the start of the week? You going to have most of the start of the week? Christian Kirk. Oh, look, Christian Kirk, three touchdowns, 36 I'm points. I'm bitter, I'm bitter. Hey. Christian Kirk, my start of the week, 36.8 points, 138 yards, three touchdowns. That's why most of won. That's it, start of the week. My start of the week was... Another guy that lifted his team to victory, Darius Slayton. Wow. Slayed as she's team. 31 points. Slayer. Rocketed. Rocketed in the super flex spot for Alsev, who, who went out there without a quarterback. Went out there without a quarterback. It was like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and made magic happen. Alsev. With the wild upset of the week of the week of a win, 
And Ez's team, man. Oh, man. It fell apart. Engram, bro. Fell apart. By the way, Engram could have been the difference. It's 10 points. Fell apart. St- a tailspin down to garbage. Let's see. Let's see Ez's team. Also, Kamara being out a few weeks. Ez really on a four game losing streak. Four game losing streak for Ez. Be- Listen, if Engram's in and healthy. And Kamara. That's 10 points. We'll discuss Ez. Ooh. We'll discuss Ez after. Okay. Ooh, so- yeah, yeah. Like one, one more start of the week. Helped his team to victory bigly. Dagny, the start of Rojo. Yes! I was waiting for this! 18.6 points! I was waiting for this. Eight catches! Rojo is becoming a guy! That's the only reason why Dag won, by the way. That's the only reason Dag won! Rojo! And just to show you how stupid, 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 moronic of a fucking organization Tampa Bay is. (laughs) They've had this guy for two years! Start him! They Peyton, Barber, Peyton Barber. Peyton Barber. They don't give uh, buffalo sauce? Is that not a thing? It should have been a thing. I asked them to bring all sauces. Uh, let us go ahead to... What is that? Wait, what? Yeah, baby. You say goodbye. And I say hello. Wow, we are 37 minutes in, and this is so far a great podcast. Great. My waiver wire. Uh, I, I I wanted to mention Ty Johnson has been a wave colossal bust. Wave good bust. Hazid Ez, by the way, because he was debating who to drop, and he's like, I really should drop Ty, but I I could use him this week, and he ended up dropping Kareem Hunt instead, which was painful. He just spent 20 bucks on Hunt the previous day. $20? Really? Yeah, it was $20. I didn't know that. Yes, yes, that 20 I, didn't bucks. Know. Yes. I did not know that. As she, as she has had a bad couple of uh, waiver weeks. I didn't spent know. 20 bucks on him. I didn't know he spent that. Um, also, um, but he also had to drop two guys. Still, you spent twenty bucks on the guy just now. So what? They dropping him with the one. You didn't use him. You didn't use him. Right? You should have known. I mentioned. I mentioned from. I mentioned from the previous week. Stuff. Dagmi's three dollars of Baltimore defense for twenty four points. If either one of us landed him, because he beat both of us on priority. If I get him, I beat you. Yeah. If you get him, you just you beat me. You beat me anyways, but you crush me. Right. Uh, I have a waiver wire, but it's not from this week. It's a. It's a. Long-term play that has been paying off every week. We didn't acknowledge it yet. It's Duke's pickup of Pittsburgh's defense. Woo! Zero dollars. Also, I didn't rate him. On September 25th, I wrote down their stats since he picked them up. Ready for this? 19 points. 11, 14, 13, 20, 25. Ridiculous. I still can't win. He had him on a bye week. Didn't trade him. Didn't drop him. He said, I'll hold. I'd rather start him at a zero. He didn't. He didn't start him at a zero. No, I ended up dropping someone else. He said, I don't care. I want to hold them, whatever. I and dropped also, uh, I traded Marquise Brown. Did you see the Devin Bush thing? That's crazy. Is that Devin Bush thing? No. Every week he predicts what sacks, he's going to do. Turnovers. No, the whole team. Yeah. Sacks, turnovers. So tonight he said. These, for, no, for his team, defense. Oh. He's right four weeks in a row. And tonight exactly. he predicted, tonight wow. he predicted six he sacks, six one sacks. fumble, one interception. Yeah. I don't think they're doing that. It could happen. Six no, sacks. meaning like I don't think they did anything. But yet. I'm saying four in a row he got it right, which is crazy. That's ridiculous. That is actually one. That's one. Let me go to this for a quick second. I love this one. 
this is not really a kicker to your ass segment. It's a kicker and defense. If kickers and defenses were eliminated in Mazda League, Ez would have had the win over... Come on, guys. Wow! Wow! Who is that? If if kickers and defenses were eliminated from Mazda, Ez would have beat the outside this week. Yeah, man. Let's go to next week. Unless you have anything else to add. Nope. Alrighty. So let's do it. Zero everything. So far. I hope he's My lock of the week next week. Yossi over Duke. You both here right now. Hey, yo. Yossi, yes. my lock of the week. Of course. Again, two weeks in a row. Yossi at full strength this week. Woo! He's Duke got has a lock, Saquon baby. on by. I also have three guys combined. Ross on right by. Now. He's got Ertz and Wentz versus the Patriots. Stop. He's got three guys going on Thursday night, which is never a good thing. It so far, they have five points. It didn't work for me last week, though. It worked for I beat you, but it didn't work for me. It didn't work, right. It didn't work. But, yeah, and Duke guys struggling right now. It only enforces my lock of the week. That Duke will go down this week. My lock of the week is not a matchup. I know, it's crazy. crazy. My lock of the week this is is Henrik in, in the net? He is in now. He was he didn't start. Oh, okay, he pulled the other goalie. My lock of the week is a lock that will last for the next three weeks. Ooh. Charles will be sticker bitch. Oh I've not had one of these in like six years. He will not win another matchup all season long. Corn dog, baby. He is, congratulations, gentlemen. He is your sticker bitch next year. They're not stickers anymore. What are we doing? They're not stickers, but he didn't even show up. I thought I thought I thought he was doing a great job with the national anthem thing. Yeah, yeah it was right. the word, but whatever. That's why it's funny. Yeah, so I think I, I think that's uh, a subtle punishment. By the way, the people watching at Mazabol, like, how the hell do you not know the national anthem? Yeah, we take for granted. We take for granted. They're cracking up. Awesome and they were. <laughs> what's what's your upset of the week? My upset of the week. Um, simply speaking, was Mocas over Alsav. Nice. That's a big now, one. Mocas, Alsav somehow projected to win this week, and now know, even more so with Mocas having Chubb doing nothing right now. Um, but I just don't think Alsav can win two in a row. Did he win last week? He won last week. Can he win two in a row? I don't know. Um, My odds are odds are saying no. So my, I just I just have I mean look at Alzheimer's quarterback this week. Okay? Dwayne Haskins and Ryan Finley. Yeah. I don't trust these guys. Negative. No. Sorry. I, I, Kyler versus San Francisco, tough matchup, but still, they can put up some points. My Kyle Allen versus Atlanta, much better matchup. I, I trust Molkas team to pull the upset. Uh, and I hope he does for the Friday night table action. Oh, they're not, they're, the guys are losing the deal. Isn't that animal? What By the way, there's not... A lot of these matchups are projected to be very close. Very close, yeah. My upset of the week is... Vic Sav will take down Dagme. No oh! way. Why, though? I, listen, I'm not, I'm not giving uh, Vic Sav a little bump of confidence here, but Vic had some good matchups and some tricky matchups for Dagme on his side. So, again, this is not me saying Vic will win. It's saying this is the most likely upset that I see in my head. Uh, 
Quickly, uh, last year we had Will Mocast cover the spread uh, segment. Oh, yes. Today, we're having a new segment. It's called, Is This Trade Shittier Than the Mahomes-Donald Trade? Oh, you have one? Yeah. I have one also. We have each, each of us have a trade. You have a trade? Uh, no, you go, go with your trade. My trade? Okay, my trade. Uh, Mark McGuire was traded to the Cardinals from the Athletics for three guys named TJ Matthews, Blake Stein, and Eric Ludwig. I know I put it. down the stats just for the just for hell of it. McGuire, after he was traded, 220 homers, 473 RBIs, two top five MVP votes, three-time All-Star, 19.2 wins above replacement. Those three guys combined, not to mention the negative 0.4 wins above replacement, and yet Mahomes Donald still a worse trade than still this. Still a worse trade. All right, guys, I like it. That trade is a 7.3 on the Mahomes Donald scale. Let me Thank let me much. explain to you something that we're doing now. Good job, Ferrari. Oh, hello. We have a new segment in this podcast. And we're going to call it... Another turning point for We're going to call this segment the Good Riddance segment. Now, you ask me, what does the Good Riddance segment mean? As we approach... As we approach the end of the se- season, just a few weeks away, three weeks away, I, I chose to add this new segment to the podcast where I'll ask one question pertaining to your specific season. Meaning... The question is curated to you. To you. For your team. Now, obviously I can't ask the top teams their questions yet because they're still fighting for their spot. So, I started from the bottom. And we're we're working our way up. And I asked each team to send me either a voice note or to send me a text Saying, talking about their teams, about the question I asked. And I'm going to start with Charles. I'm going to start with Alsef. I'm going to start with Alsef since he's on the bottom. Wait, do you want a shot first? The question I asked Alsef was... Do you want a shot? <coughs> do you want a shot? The question I asked Alsef was, you made an early season fab trade for Donald and then a few corresponding quarterback trades to follow. Do you now, or at any point, regret the high expenditures of Feb? Do you wish there was a certain trans? Do you wish there was a certain transaction of yours that you can take back? Right. So, Alsev. Oh my God! Alsev. Oh, Mokas sent a five-minute voice note. All right, Alsev answers like this. I appreciate your question, Yos man. It's a good one. My expectations was to trade for a quarterback who was projected to be middle of the pack with upside. Let's say, for argument's sake, 15 points a week. I had Fitzmagic, which I felt would be a bust and unreliable, and he was, and he was, he didn't even play till recently. That was in English, I'll say. My core team looked good. Julio, Hopkins, Melvin, Zeke, Big Ben. I paid 60 bucks to ensure better quarterback output of 5 to 7 points weekly for my quarterback. There will never be a good quarterback out of my gates, on the waiver we are waiver wire week one. Things may develop where luck retires, Brissett comes out. In the beginning of the season, I'm capturing a good quarterback. There was a plan. Any trade that doesn't pan out is regrettable. If I was to reverse any transactions, it would be the one for Kirk Cousins and Sam Darnold, for Minshew, who is now fired. Dag should put Thank you Al on the trophy. 
All wishful take backs aside the year was to jinx no matter to matter and I'd still be in last place or close to it. So that was Alsap's question. The next question I asked was to Charles. Now as we know, Charles's team Charles's team had a very crazy um, start to the season. So the question I asked Charles was right off the bat, a couple weeks after the draft of your season, your season went into a tailspin with Lamar Miller tearing his ACL. Later that day, Andrew Luck retiring from football. Now you had T.Y. Hilton, so that affected you obviously as well. How much of an effect on your morale did that take? Did it? Did you try to lift your own spirits, trying to convince yourself you can get out of a hole this big? And this was Charles's response in voice note form. First nice question. Straight up the bat, you can see my my season just started off on the wrong foot, or without luck speed at all, or any thing. My morale didn't get killed right away. I thought I still had a chance, but I lost all my chances once I lost to Alsap Week One, and DeAndre Hopkins beat me on Monday night. My morale was gone. I tried to dig myself out of a hole very, very badly. I did pull a lot of trades and a lot of big name trades. I felt I had to shake up my team. My team is actually completely different from the team I drafted, more so than any other team in the league. Um, and I'm just devastated from this season. So much so that I'm a freaking mess up and I didn't pick up a quarterback last week. I do have to publicly apologize to everybody in the league for that act of stupidity last week. Again, I can blame it on work, but it's something that could potentially mess up a league. I lost by 100 points, so it didn't matter this week, but... No player in this league should show that kind of negligence, so I do apologize, and I want to assure everybody that my heart is in the league, even though my morale is lost, and I'm very down on football and fantasy this season, but my heart is in the league, and I do care very much about it, so I do apologize about that. Thank you, Charles, for your for your answer. I thought it was pretty solid, and and honestly, thank you for the apology. I thought that was great as well. Um, the next one on this good written segment would be Vixav, who, like an idiot, didn't even voice note me, just texted me. But whatever. Anyways, his question was: While you're on your one year trial here, your first two weeks went very nicely for you, and you looked promising. The next couple of months have been dark times for your team. Is there something you could have done differently or something you regret? Also, bonus question, has your first year of Mazab been everything you expected? Vixav answers. First off, trial year, my balls. I am in. As for my team, I started out hot and I thought I was winning this league easily. I had a bunch of early season buys along with some injuries. Some bad transactions, some bad luck that slowed me down. But that happens with everyone's teams. I definitely could have done a few things differently. I.e. start Coleman over Dorset in week 5 versus Duke would have given me the win. Also some bad waiver wire and trades. I.e. giving Yoss Drake for Olsen which would have given me a W in week 9. 
overall, just overmanaging my team, I guess because I really want to succeed in this league. As for what I expected from Maza, I was completely blown away. I already knew it was the best league coming in, but wow! Draft day was out of this world, Maza Ball was a blast, and just daily involvement and effort from everyone is awesome. I'm glad I finally got to be a part of it this year. Thank you. Yes, uh, Vixab, you were a part of it this year, and it is up to the league to see if you are a part of it in upcoming years. You're welcome, bitch. All right, guys. Buckle uh, up. Buckle up. Buckle up for the next question and answer. The next question... Brought to you by Twizzlers. The next question was as to Mocas. Um... You aren't known to be an active trader in the league, right? You're seemingly good for one nice size trade that makes or breaks you usually. This season was trading away DJ Boyd and Watson for Juju, Chubb, and Carr. At the time, it seemed like the boys weren't taking your side on that one. Does league-wide criticism deter you or at least caution you from making any other blockbuster type of trades? And did it do anything to your morale in the few weeks to follow on the status of your team. To which he wrote back, my team sucks, there's my statement. But, buckle up, here's a five minute voice note by Mokas. Okay. Um, yeah, needless to say, this hasn't been a season to remember. I've been scratching and clawing all year, and it, I think in part it has to do with this trade. Uh, Stan may say otherwise, but um, I think with with having to trade Juju and getting getting Juju and Carr in that trade, Carr hasn't been bad, but Juju's been horrible. And being able to flip them, which wasn't so bad, um, and I got I got basically got um, what did I get? I got uh, Carr. I got. Brissett, Alshon, and Cooks. Brissett's been solid, uh, but Alshon and Cooks have not been really much of anything. Uh, I only made that trade to really lock up my wide receivers, uh, at least get three to start every week. But um, my season really has gone downhill because, and it's not because of the running backs. The running backs have been great, but uh, Devontae Adams has been out. Kyler's been, oh, he's been really good, but there are weeks where he's been, re- been a rookie, you know, and uh, if I had Watson in that you know, Guys, we just passed the one-minute mark. I think my team would be a little more solid. I think my record would be a lot better than it is right now. Um, but the reason why I don't really make trades is because it seems to always bite me in the ass. And I look back after you pose this question to me. Um, the years that I have made trades that I've been in this league, I've always made a trade every year. I've at least made one trade. Um, but let's go back. 2018, I made two trades. Um, that was the year I had that crazy year. And uh, I... You know, um, I probably shouldn't have made any trades, but um, here we go. Josh Gordon and Derek Carr for Evan Engram and Carson Wentz. Um, Basically, and I'm going to go back and look at the scores for this, but basically um, that trade and this next trade, which is... I'm pausing. One second. Sorry, Mocas. I'm pausing you. Shout out to Julian. I love you. Trade Philip Lindsay and Alex Collins for Gronk and Chris Thompson. Um, if we go back to the videotape, which I can't do, because I can't see breakdowns of the scores, but if we go back to the videotape, you'll see that, uh, pretty much Josh Gordon and Rob Gronkowski were both zeros in the finals, um, and 
it was really a scratching and clawing because Mahomes wasn't so great in the playoffs either. Um, the fantasy playoffs wasn't so great. So, um, yeah, that was a big problem for me. Uh, I made trades to solidify my starting lineup, and they bit me in the ass. That's 2018, 2017 now. Let's go. Um, the year I tried to forget, that was the year I, I think I won one game. Not two, I won one game. I made two trades that year. Out of desperation, um, I picked a wide receiver. Hold on, guys! Only twenty minutes left this vo- of this voice note. Can't remember who it was. Towards ACL, it was my wide receiver one. Somebody's gonna have to remind me that. I'm gonna leave it to Stan. He has the best memory when it comes to these things. But I traded the the one that killed me was that I traded with I think Yossi was traded cousins for cousins and some other schmucks for Eli Manning and some schmucks. Um, basically, Cousins was QB6 that year, Eli Manning was QB23. Um, then I traded Breeze and Ben, which was basically Breeze for Ben with Moses, and that was basically Wash. It was QB6 for QB7, which is whatever. Um, so that was a trade that didn't work out for me, obviously. It didn't make my team better. Uh, it was 1-11. Um, if you go back to uh, 2016, I traded Carson Palmer. This is one I made with Dag, and Dag will remember this because everything worked out against him, basically, in this trade. But, it, again, it didn't really help me. I made the playoffs, but it didn't really uh, push me over the top because uh, guys like Thomas Rolls, I made a tra- basically, I made a trade for um, Carson Palmer. made traded Carson Palmer and Charles Sims for Thomas Rolls and Aaron Foster. Foster, like, scored right away. Rolls was having a solid year. Uh, he was being vultured by... Um, I think it was Chris Carson at the time, all over the place, and Rolls made one fumble, and that was the end of the season, basically, he fumbles, and lost all his carries, Palmer, I don't remember what he did, but Charles Sims, like, the first play we made the trade, after we made the trade, the guy tore his ACL or something, he was out Time out, breaking news, Sidney Crosby will be out for six weeks. Yes! I'm in, go, continue, um, Mocas. And that was it, so... Um, yeah, 2015, I made a trade that uh, with Nemo that he, he was so nice. He He's Canadian. He's Canadian. You know? he, I traded Kaepernick and Melvin Gordon, who was nothing at the time. You know what? You deserve that, MoCast, for trading Kaepernick. And um, turns out, gave me a push just to get, just come up just short of the playoffs. But there's rumors that there's ties to Nazism with him. You know, say a lot of That's why I really don't make trades, because I feel like it always bites me in the ass. I'm never... Never feel comfortable with it. This year I made a trade based off of what the analysts are saying and not off my gut because I didn't like Juju and it bit me in the ass. So here we are, three and six or whatever, three and seven. And uh, I have an outside looking in at the playoffs, but I don't even think I'm. It's, I don't even think it's possible for me to make it. So whatever. That's why I don't make trades. Holy! No, I was way too. All right, Mocas. Five minutes. That was just us cursing. Oof. Okay. Um, guys, thank guys. you for bearing with us through Mocas's twenty-minute voice note and Yossi's eighteen-minute. Uh, constitutional ruling about the Constitution. Thank you, Stanley, for being as drunk as you can. I'm not drunk as I can. I'll take another shot right now, but I'm at four shots. 
and there's some there's some there's some food in me right now, so I'm okay. Mayfield and Landry will bench by Ezra. By the way, Ezra bench Mayfield and Landry. He will lose now. Okay, eight minutes. I could start in. All right. By the time this will be over, it'll be exactly one hour. Damn it, I timed it wrong. I timed it wrong. 59 59 59 